Hey everybody, James Shepard here with another edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. Today, I'm actually going to be sharing a resource that many of you may not be familiar with. Some of you may have read it about three years ago, but we have updated and revised it. So I wrote a book with Eric Jenks from Paytrace called Interchange Optimization Made Easy, Serious Savings, Serious Margin. So Unfortunately, a lot of the information in that book was very out of date, especially as it relates to my statement analysis company, ISOAMP, and what we provide. Um, and so went through, got it all up to date and revised. And so today we're going to be talking about how to target B2B merchants, how to understand interchange, and then how to increase margin and savings at the same time. And again, this edition is sponsored by ISOAMP the leader in full service statement analysis. If you find yourself getting data from a statement and entering it into a spreadsheet, or if you find yourself using one of our competitors where you still have to do a lot of work and categorization and customization and all of that, um, and you say, you know what, I'd rather go full service, I'd rather fully outsource this and make it easy to where everything is done for you, that is ISOAMP. So head over to GetISOAMP, G-E-T-I-S-O-A-M-P, GetISOAMP.com, sign up for a free demo, and check it out. Let's dive into this week's Merchant Sales Insight. There is a card game called Mao, which entails learning the rules by observation. In other words, learning rules the hard way. The insiders of the game seem to have an insurmountable advantage, leaving a new player with frequent penalty cards. For many professionals, selling merchant services is a painful and expensive game of Mao. Reading this ebook will help you understand some rules for merchant services, make selling more enjoyable, and help you win more often. For many, merchant services is still strictly a savings game. Any rookie merchant sales professional will tell you that frequently the only way to close deals is to offer a lower rate. Our industry has made significant progress in the fight to move towards integrated technology and away from selling on price. Many ISOs are offering new and improved point of sale systems and gateways at little to no cost, and these efforts are paying dividends in the form of reduced attrition. However, the majority of merchants signing new agreements are still aware of the cost of processing and highly motivated by promised savings. When you review a merchant's statement with a competitive margin, do you struggle to close that business? What does this limitation to only close on cost savings mean to the average ISO or agent? In many cases, it means a race to the bottom as we continue to undercut each other on margin in order to close deals. It does not have to be this way for all accounts, and especially not when it comes to larger merchant accounts. You can leverage technology not only to add value, but to offer savings through optimization that does not negatively impact margins. You can take your weakness of selling on price and turn it into a strength. Interchange optimization can take you from a rookie sales rep and set you on the path of being a trusted consultant. Selling more merchant accounts with interchange optimization is easy. You have to understand the interchange rules, understand the merchant's world, especially where they are breaking these rules, provide resources merchants need to navigate the complexity of electronic payments, and then shamelessly plug yourself as the valued consultant and the tools you utilize as a payment 
professional. So let's dive into this topic that is generally considered way too complicated for you to understand. We are going to give you just the information that you need right now. What is interchange? Interchange is a set of rules pertaining to fees charged by an issuing bank on a given transaction. These rules and fees are determined by the card brands and the revenue is collected by the issuing bank, the issuing bank being the bank that issued the card. When you go into a store and spend $100 using a credit card issued by your bank, we all know that a portion of this $100 will be eaten up with fees. There are three primary entities that collect these fees, banks, card brands, and processors. The biggest cut by far goes to the bank that issued the card in the form of interchange. Interchange averages over 1.7% of every transaction in the U.S. The card brands, such as Visa and MasterCard, collect their own fees in the form of dues and assessments and other miscellaneous fees. Charge to, they charge these fees to access their network. Of course, the processor marks up the cost of a transaction to generate margin or residual, as an example, and to cover the costs associated with servicing the merchant account. Industry average markup is in the range of 60 basis points. Of course, this is not including cash discounting, dual pricing, surcharging, where the basis points can be much higher, but I'd find on those accounts, interchange optimization is not quite as hot of a topic as a general rule. In looking at all three categories of fees, the card brand fees generally come in around 20 basis points. The processor markup is usually less than 60 basis points and significantly less on large volume merchants. So this means the 1.7% or 170 basis point cost of interchange is the highest cost merchants face for payment acceptance. Rather than attacking the cost of interchange as an opportunity for savings, most ISOs and agents view accepting these costs as a given, something that cannot be changed or improved. Interchange is considered a fixed cost that stays consistent regardless of processor, point of sale technology, or operational processes. This assumption is incorrect for three reasons. Number one, Many business types accept business-to-business -business or B2B card transactions, or they accept business-to-government, B2G transactions that can be optimized. Processing these transactions correctly by submitting the necessary data will dramatically reduce the interchange cost. Most merchants have downgraded transactions. I'm sorry, this is number two. At number two, most merchants have downgraded transactions such as EIRF, or standard downgrades. When you look at an interchange table and you see EIRF or the word standard, these are due to operating processes, point of sale technology, and other issues in the payments process that, if adjusted, could provide additional savings. Number three, it has become common practice for some processors to engineer interchange markup that is not easily identified. Accepting the interchange cost on a statement at face value could be leaving savings on the table that would be identified with a complete statement analysis. Finding and optimizing opportunities. Let's use as an example a dairy that sells milk to coffee shops. The dairy also runs a retail storefront selling ice cream and milkshakes to consumers. 
Assuming this business processes $100,000 per month, a statement showing $1,700 in monthly interchange fees would be expected. This statement might also include $250 in processor fees, which is only 25 basis points of markup, and $150 in card brand fees, dues and assessments. The standard sales process would assume that the 1700 of interchange was correct and off limits in terms of potential savings. The focus of the statement analysis would quickly shift to the basis points of markup and the transaction fees charged by the competitor. This gives $250 in monthly margin in which to work. In an effort to ensure closing the deal, you might offer $100 in monthly savings to get the attention of the merchant. This offer is possible by reducing the basis points of markup to only 10, thus generating $150 in monthly savings. However, this has a cost of $150 in monthly margin, which totals $1,800 per year. So in other words, in order to offer savings to the merchant without interchange optimization, you have to lose margin and make the account less profitable. What if you could save this merchant $200 per month or more without reducing your margin at all? Does this seem too good to be true? Well, let's dive into three areas of opportunity for interchange optimization mentioned above to find out. Number one, let's assume that half the dairy's volume or 50,000 per month is generated from other local businesses. These businesses use their business card to purchase milk for their coffee shops and grocery stores. Implementing a new gateway solution such as Paytrace, which optimizes these transactions by supplying additional data, would generate a savings of 30 basis points or more on this volume. So $50,000 times 0.003 or 30 basis points, that's $150 in monthly savings. Number two. You may also notice that the dairy has 8,000 out of their 100,000. They have 8,000 in EIRF and standard downgrade transactions at a cost of 2.95%. After further investigation, evidence proves the dairy doesn't batch their terminal over the weekend in the retail shop. This has been causing the authorization date of the transaction and the settlement date to differ on a large chunk of their transactions. By running an optimization profile in ISOAMP, you find that the interchange cost on these transactions could be decreased to roughly 1.95% on average, simply by implementing auto-batch seven days a week to avoid these costly downgrades. And this is just one example of how the merchant may be processing in a way that is not optimized and that is generating these downgrades. So in this scenario, $8,000 times 1% is $80 in monthly savings. Again, notice we haven't reduced their rate yet, but we saved them the $150 by optimizing the interchange and getting them lower rates on their B2B transactions. And then we saved them another $80 um, from the interchange uh, on the $8,000 that was downgraded. Finally, after uploading the statement to www.getisoamp.com and reviewing the automated results of our interchange optimization and padding, it becomes clear that there is a four basis point markup on all interchange categories. You may not have noticed it at first glance, but the rate being charged doesn't match the true interchange cost for the various categories. 
In this case, the processor has an additional fee or profit of four basis points. The processor has chosen to include this fee with the interchange table, thus making it less obvious to competitors. Fortunately, this markup was quickly detected by ISOAMP, and 100,000 times four basis points is $40 in monthly savings. You can now print or email a custom proposal from ISOAMP showing $270 in monthly savings, with each type of optimization itemized for review. Not only does this detailed proposal establish your expertise in the mind of the prospect, it also preserves the entire $250 in existing monthly margin from the 25 basis points. You are able to leave the merchant at 25 basis points of markup while still showing significant savings through interchange optimization and recognition of padding. So how do we make this sale? Well, let's talk about making the sale with three questions for the merchant. After having done the math, you can now bring your sales game to consultant level with interchange optimization. In this scenario, ask three questions. Number one, Ms. Merchant, do you know your effective rate? What you're really paying? If not, let's see a couple months of statements and I'll show you right now. The merchant asks, well, why do you need a couple months? That's a great question. You know, for most merchants, uh, the figures actually change from month to month. Do yours? So again, asking questions to the merchant about do they know what their effective rate is? Um, do they know that the, the effective rate varies from month to month? These are things that get them uh, to pique their curiosity. And obviously, we may or may not lead off with this question, of course, but as we get into the, the payments conversation. Number two, Ms. Merchant, I see a couple of EIRF and standard rates here. Do you know why that is? Of course, they would not. Those are more expensive rates. Personally, I don't mind paying more when I'm getting more value, but I must be getting more value like getting a Tesla versus insert whatever your cheap uh, car of choice would be. Now ask technology and value-add services to probe and discover about the merchant environment and possible future needs. Do you use point of sale? Sometimes the settings on those can impact the rates. A lot of uh, you know, people don't realize that. A lot of times they've got a point of sale system and it's not submitting the transactions correctly according to uh, Visa best practices or MasterCard best practices to get the lowest interchange rate. Finally, number three, Ms. Merchant, is it is important uh, is it important to you to have an apples to apples comparison when I make my recommendation? Although I still need to run the numbers, my first look indicates that your current setup is leaving money on the table by not following Visa and MasterCard best practices. So uh, granted, going off script here, those are a bit canned and probably not exactly the wording that I would use, but I think you get the gist of it. We're trying to point out to the merchant that um, there's potential opportunities for savings and getting their curiosity peaked about optimization. Now you're leveraging pricing to become a consultant. Real sales professionals will keep their eyes and ears open to find at least two opportunities to bring additional value to the merchant. You don't want to offer only a pricing recommendation. Optimization just opened the door for you. Where is the opportunity for this merchant to grow, to be more efficient? Can you propose a technology solution to save the merchant some time or a lending solution to address cash flow? Walk through the consulting door, ask more questions and find out. Let's dive a little bit deeper into interchange now that we have a high level understanding and, and let's talk about how interchange works. And this is something that I find very, very, very few salespeople in our industry really understand. So let's dig in. There are many factors that determine the interchange rate of a transaction. 
Here are the most common criteria that determine the interchange category that gets assigned to a particular transaction. Number one on the list is the card type. Is it a rewards card? Is it a business card? Is it a debit card? Is it a cash back card? Uh, is it a you know a regulated debit versus unregulated? What type of card is it? So that's going to determine which bucket the interchange falls into. But that's not the only thing. Far from it. Once we have the card type, the next question is, what's the method of entry? So if I use my card and I swipe it at a pizza shop, that is going to have a different interchange rate than if I use the same card with the same transaction amount, but I call in over the phone. Because the method of entry, meaning keyed or swiped and dipped versus, say, e-commerce, all of these different methods of entry have different interchange rates. Number three, data provided. So this is where we get into things like interchange optimization and other uh, qualifications for different interchange categories. To get some interchange categories that have a lower rate, you have to provide a billing zip code or a billing address, maybe a CVV code, a merchant zip code, a purchase order, um, a sales tax amount, etc. So there's all this additional data that, you know, when you provide that data with the transaction, it may qualify for a lower rate. Transaction size is another one. Maybe it's a large ticket merchant. They do, uh, you know, a, a $10,000 transaction, a $50,000 transaction. Well, there are actually unique interchange rates based on the fact that it's such a large ticket. There's also small ticket. Generally, this is under $15 per transaction. Uh, you would have different interchange rates for a very small transaction of under $15. Finally, the merchant type. The merchant type, and this is a big one. Fuel stations have their own interchange rates. Grocery stores have their own interchange rates. So if I use the same card and spend $100 at a pizza shop, then I go and get gas with the same card and spend the same $100, the interchange that the, the pizza shop will pay versus the fuel station are dramatically different. Uh, there are special interchange rates for restaurant or tip-adjusted transactions, and the list goes on and on. So when you contemplate the different combinations of those five criteria I just gave, card type, method of entry, data provided, transaction size, and merchant type, when you think about the combinations there, it's not difficult to understand why there are over 400 different interchange categories. The goal of interchange optimization is to submit each transaction with the best possible chance of qualifying for the lowest rate. There is a cascading effect to interchange qualification. When a transaction is submitted to one of the card brands, the first step is to try and qualify this transaction for the lowest category available. However, if the transaction doesn't qualify based on the method of entry or based on the data provided or based on the card type or whatever it might be, the next lowest is tried and so on. Eventually, if the transaction doesn't qualify for any of the available categories, the transaction is downgraded. The downgrade is the highest possible rate. For instance, most interchange categories require that the authorization date to match the settlement date. So in other words, the date it was authorized is the date it was batched. When these two dates do not match, the transaction is downgraded, usually with a rate of roughly 2.95%. So imagine we run a, uh, you know, a transaction, a you know, standard credit, a regular credit card, and the trans, you know, it's like, well, this is a retail store, and so it should qualify for CPS retail, 
at you know a certain rate. And it's like, well, no, that one requires that the authorization and settlement date match, and they didn't match their terminal out that day, so it doesn't qualify for that. Then we go to the next one. Then we go to the next one. Then we go to the next one. And eventually we say, well, it doesn't qualify for any of those, so it's downgraded because all those categories had a requirement that the authorization date and the settlement date match. The same is true for the authorization amount and the settlement amount. In other words, the amount you ran through the, the, trans, the uh, terminal initially where it went to the card brands and they reserved, you know, a $100 transaction. If you try to settle a $120 transaction, that's going to be a problem for most merchants. Now, a merchant account may be listed with a, an MCC code or a business type where tip adjust is considered a normal part of business like a fine dining restaurant. In that case, any transaction where the authorization amount doesn't match the settlement amount is considered uh, fine, right? But if it's an MCC code where it's, you know, where tip adjust is not considered a normal part of business, then when the authorization and settlement amounts differ, that's considered a higher risk and it's going to be downgraded. There was a quick service restaurant which had been mistakenly listed as a retail location. About 80% of their transactions included a tip. This meant that the authorization amount was the original transaction. Then it was later adjusted to include the tip, changing the settlement amount. Because this merchant was listed with the wrong MCC code, the card brands considered every transaction a risk or a non-standard practice if the authorization amount was different than the settlement amount. The result was that over 80% of this merchant's transactions were downgraded to 2.95% just interchange, then add on the markup. Now, with level two and level three transactions, the required data to qualify becomes much more complex and varied. These are general B2B or B2G transactions, and they often are larger, but with the right data, there's a significantly lower risk of chargeback expected. Example, if a merchant has purchased, has a purchase order number from the client, the client will have more difficulty claiming the services for which payment was made were not received. The same is true of the CVV code, the billing address, and many more data points depending on the type of the transaction. The important takeaway is that each transaction goes through a process of qualification when it comes to interchange costs. Each transaction has the potential to qualify for a different rate, depending on the criteria mentioned above. Providing the right data on the right transaction can significantly impact the interchange cost. Because business-to-business -business transactions require such a complex and varied data set, it would be extremely time-consuming for the average merchant to identify and submit the right data on each transaction. This is where Paytrace comes into the picture. Paytrace is able to identify not only the card type, but also the best possible interchange rate that that transaction could get in real time. This allows the gateway to then request even require that the correct data on a given transaction is either entered or in most cases automatically generated. So in addition to like the data entry side and all of that, Paytrace leverages existing data that they already have on the merchant and from the card, and they are able to pre-fill as many fields as possible, in many cases pre-filling all of the fields automatically, which streamlines the process at the point of sale while providing the lowest possible interchange rate. Presenting optimization in four steps. While everything covered so far may sound good, many merchant sales professionals believe that interchange optimization is out of reach for them. They believe it's far too complex and time-consuming to be a practical step in their sales process. While there is no denying that this process can be time-consuming, it doesn't have to be complicated. It also 
doesn't have to be time consuming. With tools like ISOAMP and Paytrace, recognizing, presenting, and achieving interchange optimization is easier than ever before. There are four simple steps needed to use interchange optimization in your sales process. In the past, these four steps would be completed using spreadsheets and data entry, not anymore. Interchange optimization can now be completed with zero effort on the part of the agent or ISO on every statement where potential optimization exists. Step number one, upload the statement. It is crucial that ISOAMP receive a complete statement that contains the entire interchange table if you want to present interchange optimization. Now, of course, not every statement provides a detailed interchange table, but even in those cases, by uploading the statement, ISOAMP can compare the interchange costs listed on the statement with those generated by our own proprietary algorithms to see if they fit into a reasonable range. Remember, all of this is done with zero effort on the part of the agent or ISO. You just drag and drop your statement into our tool and we do all the heavy lifting. Step number two, match the statement interchange table with the real or true cost interchange table provided by the card brands. Some other technology solutions that claim to offer interchange optimization really struggle with this complex matching process because they do not include any human involvement by default. Fortunately, with ISOAMP, our matching algorithms look at the text description and rates of each interchange line to auto-match them correctly. But in the event that the right category is automatically identified, or it seems like something is off, our system loops in one of our W-2 full-time statement analysts who complete the matching process at no extra charge to our clients. We do 100% of the matching work 100% of the time. We, of course, try to automate it, but we also have help from our staff of statement analysts. Step number three, optimize the interchange costs. In the past, statement analysis professionals hunched over their desks for hours, trying to map the existing interchange types to new interchange categories resulting from optimization efforts. This is no longer necessary. Thanks to the data provided by companies like Paytrace, our clients use optimization profiles or mapping to apply optimization with the click of a button. In fact, most of our clients have optimization turned on by default, so the savings is applied to the proposal automatically along with a detailed line-by-line -line display. We are rolling out this new feature with two pre-built optimization profiles, and we actually now have an unlimited number of optimization profiles available. In addition to these profiles, our tool will automatically identify interchange markup and adjust the proposed interchange table accordingly. In addition to the optimization profiles, the tool offers the ability to manually optimize individual interchange categories and map them to new, lower-cost categories. This allows the creation of custom optimization profiles and even one-by-one -one optimization based on the knowledge of the merchant um, and the interchange table. If this is an area of expertise for you, this is a huge win because you might see that our optimization profile takes something to level two, for instance, but you might know that you're going to be able to get it to level three. Well, you can adjust that. Again, for most of you, that's not an area of expertise, and I get it. That's why you just click the button apply automatically, the optimization, or even set the pricing template up to just always apply it, and it's going to automatically be done. 
And again, once that's done, we have a line-by-line -line view. So um, now step four is to calculate the savings and apply them to the proposal. Um, you know, even on its own, this feature would be really valuable, but to make it truly useful, we must provide a way to share this information with the merchant and help you close the deal. Um, and that's why we have line-by-line -line interchange optimization there. Fortunately, this feature is part of our ISOAM platform that includes robust, customizable proposals for merchant services. Once the automated optimization is complete, you will be taken to a screen that displays the additional savings. You can manually apply these savings to the proposal or set up your pricing template to have them automatically applied. You can then print or email a custom branded proposal to the merchant that includes a section such as the one on the previous page when you download it uh, that breaks down the optimization line by line. To learn more about this feature and request a free demo or sign up for a free trial, visit getisoamp.com. Pro sales tip. Interchange optimization is complicated. Use that in your sales pitch to establish yourself as an expert. Ask them if they accept any payments from other businesses. If so, take the appropriate volume and multiply it by 0.003 and explain that they are likely paying at least this much each month in unnecessary costs. Talk about how they could use this money to reinvest in business growth. Selling interchange optimization. There are two ways merchant sales professionals leverage interchange optimization to close more deals. The first and most common method is leveraging a knowledge of interchange optimization along with the technology and tools mentioned earlier to offer additional savings to existing prospects. During the regular course of prospecting, you will inevitably come across merchants in need of optimization. They may not be 100% B2B, but that doesn't mean you can't optimize a portion of their transactions to save them money. The larger the volume, the better the chance that optimization could offer significant savings on some portion of their transactions. Tip from Eric. The example Derry mentioned at the beginning of this ebook is based on a real merchant sales story. The agent in the example always asks her merchants where they use their business card to make purchases. In this case, she had sold a coffee shop. She asked the owner where he used his business card the most. The owner explained all the milk was purchased from this local dairy. As a result, the agent reached out to the dairy, helped them optimize their B2B transactions, and landed a profitable account. Always ask your merchants where they use their business credit cards to make a large volume purchase. You might just find yourself a new B2B prospect. In addition to optimizing business transactions to level two, be on the lookout for downgrades and interchange markup. It is shocking how many statements that we get at ISOAMP contain either inflated interchange category, costs, or markup within a table, which looks like a regular interchange table. On your larger volume accounts, taking a few seconds to upload a statement to ISOAMP for automated interchange analysis is always worthwhile. You often don't need to do anything extra to realize these savings for the merchant, other than a correct setup with a reputable ISO. Unfortunately, without completing a full analysis of the statement, you may not be aware of this potential for increased savings. Make sure you know exactly how much you can save the merchant. That will ensure you generate maximum leverage to close the deal and maintain margin. Tip from James. You may notice a high percentage of downgrades or non-qualified transactions for tiered pricing at a physical location merchant. In that situation, ask how often or when the terminal is batched and what percentage of the transactions are keyed into their terminal. 
Often there are opportunities to implement auto-batch to avoid batching issues. You can also implement a new gateway solution like Paytrace to make sure the merchant is keying in the correct information on phone orders in order to qualify for the best interchange rates. The second way to leverage these concepts would be to target B2B merchants. You can use data providers or simply ask your merchants which wholesalers or vendors they work with to find these prospective merchants. Consider a targeted prospecting campaign to these merchants and leverage Paytrace as well as ISOAMP to provide cost savings. We hope you have enjoyed this short ebook on interchange optimization. Hopefully this will open your eyes to new opportunities and ways to save merchants money that previously seemed out of reach. And on a personal note, I know this one was a little bit longer this week, but I really wanted to get you some good solid information on how interchange works, interchange optimization, and of course highlight ISOAMP, which really has come a long way in the last few years. Uh, I actually recently looked at a report and 80% of the statements that we received in the last 30 days were turned around in under 30 minutes. So uh, if you want to get a quick turnaround, fully outsourced statement analysis, make sure you check out getisoamp.com. Also make sure you check out Paytrace. Um, the website is paytrace.net, P-A-Y-T-R-A-C-E.net. And uh, if you want more information on them. So thanks again so much for taking time to listen to this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. I'll catch up with you next week.